So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, what we're chatting about um, today is a very important topic. I get this question quite a lot, but maybe not as much as our guest. And um, people always ask me, like, kind of, uh, what should I do with, like, what do I do when I have a site? First, they ask me, do I need a site? And I say, yes, absolutely. If you want to have any type of an online presence, you need something. Yep. Because people will go visit your site before they ever call you because they want to see what you're all about. They want to see if they can relate to you and their whatnot. But beyond just having a glorified online business card, which a lot of people do in this market, how do you actually have a site that converts? What do you do with it? How do you massage it? How do you work it out? Like if I want a six pack, I'm going to do a lot of sit-ups and I'm going to eat healthy. I'll probably stop drinking beer and doing all the above. Well, if you want your site to you know, start spitting you out business, you need to add to it as well. No differently. Like I have this podcast, you're listening to this podcast right now because we're getting about 40 to 45,000 listens a month. Thank you to you guys. And a result of this content that goes on my website drives people back to our website. And some of you might schedule a demo with a marketing dude this week because of this podcast. That's what content creation is, but I create content to consistently add value to our audience and and to keep people coming in. This is marketing the same um, way that we teach you how to market your business on this show and as a client and whatnot. So what we're going to chat about today is that subject. Uh, what can you do? What can you do? What can you push? What what do you do with a website? Does it just sit there? Do you just look at it? Do you talk to it? How do you massage your website and make it work for you, right? So I couldn't think of a better guest. I want to introduce our guest today, my friend, Mr. Jason Frazier with Lead Pops. Jason, why don't you say hello to everybody? Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you, my friend, for having me on. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, watch to everyone a little bit um, who you are. You're a freaking marketing whiz. He's like the mark. He's like a he's a genius at a lot of the <laughs> in his marketing ways. And he might be too modest to tell you that. But why don't you tell him a little bit about your background? Because you do a lot in the mortgage space and why not? But tell us a little quick and then we'll get into this uh, um, show. And I want to ask you a bunch of questions on how you're making websites work for people that create clients. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Jason Frazier. I go but just by Frazier and um I've been in the industry since 09. I was born into the housing industry. Uh, my family owned a, a mortgage company and also had a, a family members who were real estate agents as well. So the housing industry is in my blood, but I didn't uh, get into it till 09. Prior to that, I worked for Peter Till, who some of you may know as the founder of PayPal. So I, I, come, I was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. So I came from Silicon Valley, technology startups, venture capital world. That's uh, kind of where uh, I lived. And then uh, decided to to join the family business in 09. And I've uh, been a part of that. I've uh, held uh, several executive roles, chief marketing officer, chief strategy officer, uh, CTO. Uh, I've run sales teams. I ran consumer uh, direct marketing. Uh, I've co or I am a coach and I have coached both on the real estate side and the mortgage side. And uh, right now I am the EVP of growth for Lead Pops. Cool, man. So he has a lot of experience. Um, right now, you guys are doing a big um, thing in in um, showing people on how to do with their sites. So I want to start with uh, with this and get your first opinion. 
Um, we're start with the very basics. Do we need to have a website in our business? Do mortgage brokers or lenders or real estate agents, uh, if you're an independent contractor or a small business, do you need a website? Yes, uh, you you absolutely do, and and it's 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 funny. Look, um, and and hopefully, if you have a lot, I mean, it sounds like you got a, a good amount of listeners per month, and so I, I probably don't have to let people know this, but um, if you are one of the yeah buts, like oh yeah, but I'm doing this, and yeah, but I'm doing this, and yeah, but yeah, you need a website, right? I mean, you're you're absolutely insane if you don't feel that you need a website right now. I'm not saying you need our one of ours that we do cuz honestly we're not a website company, but uh but we provide that, but cuz it's important. <laughs> but you absolutely need a website. It's uh it, it the we're going we're not backtracking from an online world, right? You need your online property and a website's how you do it. And uh and and so, you know, I know we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but this is what I want every listener to write down right now, because it's going to be the foundation of everything I talk about, because look, there's always a reason to say, Hey, but I could do this. I could do that. But here, just because you're getting business does not mean that you're losing business. So I'm going to say that again, just because you're getting business does not mean you're losing business. Right. And so when you don't have an opportunity, when you don't have a website, you're absolutely missing out on opportunities. Um, there's no debate in that. That's, look, if websites didn't matter, you wouldn't, be, how many times you go to a website in a given day, right? Case closed. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, stop playing around with that websites but, aren't important, but wait, I, I have a page on my broker's website. Why doesn't that suffice? Well, well, actually, there's two things for that. One is you could have that, but um, what I will say, and I said this even during recruiting calls and whatnot to other loan officers, is that the, you're not the lender's brand. The lender's brand is you. So you're the face of everyone you're talking to. If I'm talking to real estate professionals, you're the face of uh, a KW, an EXP, real, who, whoever you're, a Compass, whoever bro brokered you, and look, even though they may have a big bite and, and people have heard that name before, the con consumer isn't dealing with them. They're, the consumer is dealing with you, right? And if you're a mortgage uh, professional, guess what? Agents, consumers, they're dealing with you, and right? And and I can tell you 100% in the mortgage space, there's only one main mortgage brand, and that's Rocket. But when people are referring people, they don't say, hey, I'm referring Movement Mortgage. I'm referring Loan Depot. They're not referring the company. They're referring you. And, and here's the plain truth. Even if you love the company, chances are you're not going to work there forever. So you never want to tie everything to your brokerage or your, your lender. Yes, have that directory page. Use it and get – and actually, we have a solution to help lenders because lenders are definitely not leveraging those, those pages – but you need to have your own property where you could tell your own story that can be moved with you otherwise. Because guess what? What happens if, forget, let's say you don't leave them. What if they go out of business? And look, in this market, we're seeing a lot of people kind of go belly up. And then what happens then? If all you've been using is something that you don't control. And if you don't control the way people could get to you, then you don't have a business. Absolutely. You're the brand. No one's hiring the bank. That's why I... The worst thing you could do as an independent contractor is make your broker more money or more brand. The best thing you could do as an independent contractor is make your broker more money or more brand. Um, <laughs> you can't really go wrong either way. Exactly. But but you are the brand, guys. Uh, so thank you for reinforcing that uh, message. All right. So um, yes, folks, people are going to go to your site to check you out first, especially if you don't know them. You know, maybe not so much in the relationship game. Like, oh, I trust Mike. I trust Mike. Oh, great. But let's be honest. Even the people that trust you still go to your website. You just don't yep. know it yet because they're just sort of like, dude, do I really trust Mike? I mean, last <laughs> time I saw him, he was pretty drunk. 
Um, am I going to trust him with his house? Like you, sometimes you need that little more professional, not that I'm yep. drunk, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So people know you personally, don't always know you in uh don't always see you in the same light professionally. And it's uh, more of an authority type thing. So, uh, walk me through it though. Where do most of us go wrong? Because, um, it, we're, we both agree on this guys. You need a site. Yep. Stop playing the game. If you don't have a site, you don't have a brand. If you don't have a brand, you don't have a business and you're just another salesperson chasing a check. It's just a matter of time till a shift takes you out. And that's what's happening right now across the industry. So let's go through and talk about how many people that have a brand during the shift are weathering the storm a little bit better. I mean, have you ever noticed like everyone who has a site has a lot of content on it. You see them pretty active consistently on social media. They're marketing consistently. Yep. Like, Sure, business might be down a little bit, but they're not starving. Is that a coincidence? Is that what is that? No, I, I mean absolutely not. And 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 look, there's what I always say because as a coach, when I, and in fact, I just had this as a as a call a few days ago, is that it's never just one thing. It's a combination of things that you do from a marketing perspective, right? So let me put it this way: if you signed up with Lead Pops today and got our website and funnels, that would do absolutely nothing for you, right? I'm going to say that again. It will do absolutely nothing for you, right? You got to drive traffic to it. You got to use it. You got to put it in your marketing strategy. You got to have a plan for it. You got to do all these different things. And and so what I would say for for those that are weathering the storm and, and they say, well, I know this guy and his website doesn't look nice or whatever. And we'll get into that of what matters on the website and what doesn't. But the but the the point is, is that the people that I see, and, and hands down, the people that I see that have weathered the storm, that are doing deals in markets where someone else, some someone's telling me, oh, there's no deals to have, there's no purchase business. Oh, really? Oh, then how come you know how come Doug's got twelve loans in his pipeline, right? Like, and 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 six of those are under contract in a, in a, in a market that you tell me is doesn't have any inventory and, and not deals because of marketing, right? And that takes all forms. People think of marketing, they think, oh, I got to be on social media. Marketing is flyers. Marketing is billboards. Radio marketing is talking to freaking people at the supermarket, is doing anything and everything to have conversations with people. That's what increased conversations equals opportunities, right? So like, that's what people need to understand is the people that are actually doing okay right now is because it's it's a consistent long-term effect, right? Like they're trading on stuff that they did 90 days ago, 120 days ago, yes. two months ago, two years ago, right? Those are the people that are, are okay right now. I have I have a friend that just got his loan officer license like six months ago in here, and we're in a pretty damn competitive market, and he's doing deals that I know other people that have been in this business for two years that are, are dying, and it's like, what's the difference? Oh, maybe because he's on social media every day doing videos, how he's talking, he's going out there, he's doing anything and everything to create, to create a sphere of influence. Right. So that's what people are doing. And yes, driving traffic back to his website so that you could capture that information. The only recession proof or shift proof business model is your personal brand. You guys, you can't like not feed the beast because uh, when you don't and you're relying on lead sources or other things you don't control, like a lot of the people, and I don't know how you might see this more in the mortgage space, but I know a lot of the people who are relying on Zillow leads or realtor.com leads. Once that market shifts and the consumer mentality shifts, well, you can no longer rely on that source of just independent business because yeah. it just, you know, the numbers just don't work anymore. So you can never rely on stuff you can't control. And it's only a matter, it's a house of cards waiting to fall when, when you do that. And uh, I like how you said that it, it's a, cumulative, did I say that correctly? Yep. Approach yep. Um, to marketing. It, it's direct mail, it's flyers, it's the picture you have, it's the consistent of videos you're doing. And it's the it's an overall communication strategy. Marketing is not advertising, is it? 
advertising you, is a form of marketing, but can not. you explain the difference so that people see that? Cause you can't, you do a little bit of both. Right. But, um, I think people often confuse that. Yeah. Cause so, I mean, it, it, to, to put it simply, right. Is cause, and look, we could get into the full stack of marketing, but advertising is, is that right? Like it's putting your, your place on a billboard. It's, it's doing something at a supermarket. It's, it's running ads, right? That is advert putting something in a magazine or a paper or whatever that is advertising. That's a part of marketing. But like I said, marketing is you having conversations. Marketing is, is an extension of sales. In fact, I always like break down those barriers. Sales is marketing. Marketing is sales, right? Anytime you're having a conversation, guess what? You're selling yourself, you're selling your services, you're selling your products. That is marketing, right? Like it's putting any type of positive and uh, positive spin or diagnosing of like, Hey, challenge and solution to someone so that you could bring them in and, and, and help them. Right. So that's the difference really when it comes down to, to marketing and advertising, they're not one in the same advertising is a piece of marketing, but marketing is not a piece of advertising, right? That's, it's one of those things. It's just one comes before the other. And, and if you're just doing advertising and nothing else, you're going to have a hard time. It's very tough. Um, yep. very tough because you're just, it, it's, it's hard. It's yep. almost impossible nowadays. Um, all right. So what am I, what should I be doing now? You know, like what, what should I be doing right now? I'm all, I create content. I'm like, I say, yep. get really loud, get super loud. Um, what are you telling all your peeps? Yeah. I mean, for, you know, kind of going back to one of the original questions, as far as like, you know, what you should be doing is, is, is when it's your website and what, and what, uh, you think is important or whatnot, it's it like it's not like guess what consumers don't care right they don't care about your and as much as people like look Simon Sinek has done a great job at like doing the why and having those talks and everyone feels good and wants to hug each other afterward but guess what the consumer cares about three things right themselves in the morning noon and after supper right I think Del <laughs> Carnegie said that that's the, the consumer doesn't care about your why that they don't buy why you do things right they don't know you yet. So they don't give a crap about you and why you do things until they know you and like you, then they will learn about you and your why and, and all that other stuff. But instead people make all these websites to make it all pretty and nice and, and, and do all these things when the consumer doesn't care about that. And look, I have the data because we have 2,500 plus customers of websites that I look at the heat maps to see where people are paying and they pay attention to. And all they care about is above the fold, meaning your hero section, which is like your image, video, whatever. You got to have a strong headline, sub headline, a call to action and tell them where they need to go. That's what lead pops. We don't focus on making very pretty websites, even though we do. We focus on conversion because that's all that matters. Do you want a nice looking website or do you want a nice looking website that converts? Right. I think and if you said if you if you don't, then get out of the business because you're going to you're going to starve, right? Unless you have a someone else that's making a lot of money for you. And um so when it comes to that, guys, look, people, especially on the mortgage side, if you know, for all your mortgage listeners, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up about this. But when uh, the <laughs> is that you send people to your apply online link. We call that apply or die. It's 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 the worst thing you could do. You put someone that doesn't know you, like you, or even trust you into an instant buying decision of something that's going to be their biggest financial transaction in their life. <clears throat> So like, give me your thing. You it's like, do. no, like, and they ask for like the social security number and like line yeah. number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why like, not? Right. Yeah. Let's just, <laughs> let's just do that. Like, look, guys, like, that's, that's not how, how we do it. You know, we evolve, things change. And so, so that, that's, that's what you guys got to figure out. And that's what we focus on. We focus on conversion. We focus on, you know, soft yes ladders and stuff to get people saying yes, yes, yes. And then you hit them. And then eventually you, it's, it's, it's just, it's funnel marketing, very simplistic. And then, you know, to your, 
you know, to your question about content, look, right now, I'll, I'll tell you right now, who's going to win in this market? The people with the largest databases with the highest amount of trust, right? You want, if you want to create a never ending pipe, and look, this, this is future proof, right? It doesn't matter in a down market, up market, middle market. It doesn't matter where you are. Phil, if you want to have a never ending pipeline, you need to talk to people and put people in your database. And here's one fundamental rule of marketing that everyone needs to understand. And, and look, you could, anyone could argue with me, debate me, challenge me on it, but I will throw right back at them the proof that I'm right. And that is whoever spends the most amount to acquire a customer wins, yeah. right? <clears throat> and if you see that with like, like, look at, look at how many, uh, uh, you mentioned Zillow earlier, right? There's a reason why an agents you actually helped this happen and mortgage provider, uh, mortgage lenders too, but, um, the, no one gets more tr real estate traffic than Zillow. Right. And there's a reason for that. Right. Because they spent the money. They did what they did. They did the, you know, the, the frog in, a, in kind of a, a slow boil pot. Right. You know, or it, it didn't know that it was getting boiled, but it did. Um, and then on the mortgage side, same with like Rocket. Right. Even though they've been they've been knocked down, you know, by UWM uh, that it's, it's, they spent money on marketing, right? Zillow spent a lot of money on marketing. Rocket's biggest expense is marketing, but there's a reason for that. So you got to understand that you got to put yourself out there. You got to be marketing every single day because you got to be filling that database and then understand this very fundamental, um, rule when it comes to, uh, to lead generation, everybody's a lead, but not everyone's a prospect. Right. And you gotta, you gotta differentiate the two. Everyone like just talks to someone, they raise their hand Good and point. automatically they're a prospect before you qualify yeah. them or know anything to do it. Right. This is sales one oh one, Right. So you just got to understand that you're having conversations with everyone because you want everyone you can in your database, because the more conversations you have, the more deals you're going to do. Yep. Folks, 10 to 15% of the people on your Facebook feed following you connect with on Instagram, you run across on the, in the grocery store, you see at your kids, soccer games and baseball games, they're moving this year. Most of them don't know it yet, but all 100% of them have a referral for you yep. um, and a referral dominated business. So like don't overthink this stuff, but if you're not thought of first, yeah, it gets passed up. That's just an opportunity. So like 80% of people, I don't, do you know the number for the mortgage space? I know in the real estate agents, 80% of people over, it's like 84, something like that. Hire the first person they meet with. Do you know what that is in the lending space? Is you it know, similar? It, I don't know. I don't know what it is in the mortgage space. So I've never really, I, I but I, to me, I kind of take that as like, because I look at, I look at it this way. A consumer is a consumer regardless of product, right? So I would imagine those percentages are roughly going to be the same. Because I will say this, and 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 you may, and you'll probably know this on the real estate side, at large in 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 the mortgage space, the retention of that once you do a deal with a consumer, the retention is about. 23% or 22% of that customer. And I think in the real estate, it's in the teens. Last time I saw that. Lifetime, so even if you do a yeah. good job, doesn't mean that they're coming back, right? Yeah. Well, that's because people stop talking to them in the real oh, estate yeah. space. Like 80% of people forgot their <clears throat> agent's name, like the agent's name. They don't even know their first name anymore after six months because we don't stay in touch with them. And if you're having a problem with that, guys, I'm going to take a shameless plug real quick. You need to get to referralsuite.com. All right, referralsuite.com, because all <laughs> we do is farm your database and make it really simple. I just need one to two hours a month from you, and that's about it. And people stop forgetting you exist. But back to the show. Um, yes, that's it's, it's crazy that we don't stay in front of them, but we don't look at past business as future transactions because we're too short-sighted. You don't yeah, spike the football crazy. on loan number one. You spike the football on referral number four from the person you sold loan number one four years ago. 
that's when you spike the football in these types of relationship based businesses, guys. Don't be so short sighted. Um, all right. So what are you doing now? Give me some advice. What are we going to do with the uh, market? How do I get loud? Um, what do I how do I get more and more conversations? What kind of activities specifically should I be doing? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And and to me, I think um, it's a, like I mentioned in the beginning, it's a combination of things that you need to have a uh, an omni-channel uh, attack, right, or strategy, and that's social media. And it doesn't mean you have to be on everything. It doesn't mean you have to be on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Every channel is different. Uh, for first and foremost, is understand where your audience is, right? That that's That's first. And look, I could even go even back more and say, hey, you need to have a CRM and all that other stuff. But look, that the fact that it's 2023 and we're still having the conversation and trying to convince, I'm still trying to convince people about social media, which is stupid, but I've also got to the point, I don't know if it's my age or just because I've been in this industry long enough, but I, look, I, I stopped trying to convince. As soon as I get into any type of conversation, I'm like, I, you, social you media is just not for me, man. Yeah, it's just like, not for just, me. Just, just <laughs> like, okay, good. Fantastic. Yeah. Right, there's no nothing for me to talk about because yeah. we're already going to lose. And so, so either you're going to lose today or you're going to lose down the road, but you will lose. Right. Um, and, and so, um, you need, you need to be, you need to be putting yourself out there. Right. You, and, and look, I could get into the stupid stuff of like, Hey, you need to be telling stories. And, and obviously, you know, we're, we're on this podcast, be doing video, right. The fact that we're still having conversations about the importance of video is freaking ridiculous to me too, but that's what you need to be doing and understanding where one understand your audience, who are you trying to reach? Where are they at? And then what problem you're solving for them and under and going deep. And I have this issue with loan officers all the time is that there's reasons people are buying and selling, right? It's not simply because they want to move. There's a reason why they want to move. Understand that because the more, the more uh, specific, right. And personalized your messaging is, is going to be 10 X to 20 X more effective than what your competition is doing, right? In fact, I'd say it's even more, and it's because our competition looks for the least path of resistance. They look for the easy way out. They look for shortcuts. They look for hacks. They want to do anything but work when it comes to, to marketing and putting stuff out there, right? Or they'll buy leads because they think that's deals on a platter. It isn't, right? And so, and I've done this both on the real estate side and the mortgage side. And, um, and so you should be putting content on there. You, you absolutely should be using hyper-local marketing strategies in your business because people care about where they live. Um, you should also be using email marketing, right? Look, that kind of went out of style, was starting to go out of style not too long ago, but now it's it's made a, a pretty big comeback. And I'll tell you this, email is your only one-to-one -one connection that you're going to have because guess what? Oh, yeah. You do not, uh, You this is why you don't build a mansion on rented land, right? Like you don't control Facebook, you don't control Instagram. Every time I hear someone complain about the Facebook algorithm or the, you know, the, the Instagram algorithm is like, what do you think they were going to do? Do you think they were just going to be free and fun and fair for the entire life? They're a business. They need to make money. So just get over it. So that, but, but if you have an online property, you have that one-to-one -one connection via email. That's how you stay in front of it. That's how you control you tra your traffic. Because if you don't do that, then you could get slapped by Google with an algorithms change. And if you're running ads, that, those the, I, I remember running like Zillow long form in the beginning when I was doing consumer direct, right? Oh, it was really nice getting those 12 to $14 leads. But guess what? When uh, two years went by and those were 60 to 80, right? And then you're looking at a three to 4% uh, conversion rate, maybe a six to nine month nurture. Right. Like that's real money we're talking about, except, but guess what? You just completely went into their basket. You were completely dependent on them. So you had no, uh, you know, no choice but the pay to play. None of these companies are evil. Right. We make yeah. them evil because 
of what of the of their practices but what we gave them the power to do it so what are we complaining complaining about beat them right compete don't just stop doing it i i have people i had and it's crazy to me look i get it on the real estate side not really but i do on the mortgage side if you are paying any type of money to zillow you are insane you are insane in your main and membrane well shout out to cypress hill there for uh, all yep. you dinosaurs like me but uh, the cypress hill <laughs> but but it's insane because on, on a lender they 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 are a lender Zillow is a mortgage lender. And then when everyone comes back to me, it's like, well, this and that. And I'm like, let me ask you this. You're at Loan Depot, right? Yeah, I'm at Loan Depot. Would you pay movement? Would you pay movement mortgage for leads? Oh, absolutely not. What's the difference? That's right? true. Zero. And so that that's what I'm saying, guys. You got to control your traffic. You got to control your sources of, of, of income. You got to control where the consumer is going to find you because that's the only way you're going to stay relevant long-term and not be dependent on someone else for your success because that's never a winning formula. He hit it on the head. Um, so many people aren't using email. We're, we're video emailing consistently every month. We're getting a 40% open rate. And the videos have nothing to do with real estate or lending or anything. They're like talking about a restaurant, their community, their local. Yes. And it's just reminders. You, you don't need to like when, when we're there's there's different types of databases and, um, the warm database are like all the list of people who all have the potential to refer do business with you and staying in touch with that audience. And those people, the, the, the 200, the 300, 400 people you'd invite to your wedding or funeral um, with an unlimited budget on both are the ones that you just nurture and you, you're not nurturing, like just staying in touch with people. If you don't own your own data, you're in the data collection business, just like yeah. I am. Like I, I listen to my stats. I want to build my email list because the larger my list or my database grows, the more opportunity I have to sell more people our services. Mm -hmm. So we don't in the industry, don't nurture any of our relationships we have. And then they get pissed when you log on to Facebook and like, fuck, they just bought a house and they forgot yep. I was in the business. Dude, you got to like farm these people. You farm them with content. It's very yep. simple. And you have to nurture and keep in touch with people because it's a giant popularity contest. Nobody oh. wants to go interview a bunch of lenders or realtors. Like <laughs> that's like the last thing I want to do. Can you imagine like going on a speed dating round with a bunch <laughs> of mortgage brokers? Like I'd rather watch fucking paint dry. And yeah. same thing with realtors. They just want to know they could trust the first person they meet with. We'll start becoming the first person they meet with. You do that by getting really loud. Yeah. Adding value to other people's lives, connecting with people. Um, you don't have to pitch them or sell your freaking interest rates or, <laughs> or or go see a house in every conversation you have, but you do need to remind them what you do for a living. And that's very simple to do. Um, well said, dude. Very well said. Any uh, closing thoughts um, you have here for people? Yeah. And, you know, I'll put my coaching hat on here for a second is, is look, I told you what to write down in, in, the, in the beginning, which was, you know, just because you're making, uh, you're doing business doesn't mean you're losing business. And I'll tell you this is you got to write, it's kind of like a Venn diagram. You got to write two circles. One is what you want to hear and what you need to hear. Right. And be very honest with yourself on what you want to be told and then what you need to be told. Right. And then the intersection of those two, that's where the gold is. Right. Because that's something that you're going to lean into and, and do. And if you don't find that, then you got an issue and you got to, and you got to kind of audit yourself on what you're doing. But, you know, to a lot of the stuff that we talked about, about, you know, being, you know, uh, one is the nurture process is you should be spending as much money, if not more, on your retention and your post close 
as you do trying to acquire that customer, right? You spend more money on the people yes. you do know as opposed to the people you don't know. And and we don't do that at all because it's not sexy. It's not instant gratification. It's not instant ROI. So we, you know, we forget about it. We leave it to some, you know, crappy CRM post drip about winterizing your pipes, pumpkin pie recipes, you know, fall back, spring forward, all that other nonsense. That <laughs> turn back the that, clock. Uh, turn back, you know, we're, that's not going to keep you top of mind, right? And that's why that community piece is so relevant is because as as a sales professional especially in a community is that is that you all you care about is attention and awareness of who you are that's all you should care about right it doesn't have to be about your house or being a mortgage professional or any of that other stuff right yes tell them what you do make sure that that's part of your content strategy but if someone just does did it, if you just sold someone's house right they don't care about the rest of the houses you're selling or any of that other stuff, right? You got to segment that database and talk to them about stuff that they're going to care about, right? Because one of the things that we have going for us more than any other sales profession is that we that we help people achieve dreams, create stickiness, create generational wealth, right? Fame, you know, really create happy situations that go to the emotion and heart. So there's automatic stickiness there. So the only reason that we screw that up is because we screw that up. Right. So that, you know, so that that's what's it's super important to all you guys know, you know, for all of you guys to know. And then this is the last thing that I'll leave you with is that you got to understand that your marketing starts before that consumer consumer even knows who you are. Right. That is when your marketing starts because you never know when they're saying. And before you could tell me that you sold something over list and over the last two years, congrats. I'm sure that was very hard. But like, you know, doing stuff over list you know, sell stuff in 10 days, blah, 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 blah. Before clear you to close. Clear to, clear to close. Before you could tell me any of that, I have to know who you are. If I don't know who you are, then you're not relevant, right? And don't let the last two, you know, 2020 and 2021, don't let the unicorn years fool you into thinking you have something that you don't. And look, don't don't get me wrong. I, I say all of this out of passion and love for this industry. I mentioned my story in the beginning. I'm here for life. And so I want all of the true professionals to win. But here, here's the thing I understand is don't let those things fool you, right? You got to understand that the markets are going and we could be in a market like this if you look at historical data. And look, everyone wants to be rosy. Everyone wants interest rates to be what they are and inventory and all that stuff. If you look at swings, this could be a five to 10 year swing of being this being the normalized market. So get what? Guess what? Get dressed, but roll up your sleeves, put in the work and do what needs to be done. But marketing is going to be the most important thing that you do for your business from now on going forward. Why don't you tell them where uh, they can find you guys? They want to learn more. Yeah. If you guys want to, uh, you guys could uh, always look, I'm all over social media. So, you know, Frazier, um, the real, I'm the real CMO on all social media channels. Um, and then uh, you could also check us out at leadpops.com. Appreciate it. And folks, if you're struggling with what to create, why don't you join the next content creator challenge? You could visit www.realestatecontentcreatorchallenge. We'll give you 30 days of content from video email to memes to creating short form reels to long form videos. You're actually going to take action, do them, learn how to do them. It's not as hard as you think it is, but that's why we do these challenges and it's only $49. So go ahead and visit www.realestatecontentcreatorchallenge.com and join this month's challenge, which starts on March 14th. Dude, appreciate you coming on to the show. We had a great time. Um, folks, listen, this is like, I feel like we're, we speak the same language, man. Keep it up. And uh, folks, just take action. Get loud. Start creating a whole lot of content. That's how you start marketing. It's content marketing. Make sure everyone, when they think of real estate or lending, thinks of your name uh, when that term comes up. And as long as that happens, you will always attract business despite market conditions.
See you guys next week. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.